Welcome in to Two Guys, One Mike, a college football podcast. Today, we have a special recording for you. It was me, my man JT Hershowski, and T-Bone came on as a guest appearance. We talked some college football lines here in week two, but we did want to have a quick disclaimer. Some of the audio was pretty rough. Um, I've had T-Bone on before and the audio has worked out well. I've had other guests on, it's worked on well. For some reason this time, it just didn't work out great. Um, T-Bone's audio actually is pretty much perfect, so you'll hear him really well, which is probably what you're here for anyway, so that's perfect. Um, my audio is decent, and then JT... Um, just blame it on me. Yeah. It's just a, put it all on me. It's all on JT. Uh, no, he was a little bit further from the mic than me, and although mine's a little bit echoey and a little bit bad, you can at least comprehend me. T-Bone's is great. JT's at times, you can understand him at times. It kind of cuts out, and it's kind of rough, but... If you're a new listener here for T-Bone, we typically have great audio, we yeah. promise. So, promise. And we always have great locks, so True. definitely come back for more, but we're just kind of going to send you over here to the audio, you know, mm. like I said, listen to T-Bone, his beautiful radio voice that he has, and he's going to give you all his yeah. locks, so we'll give you all of our locks, and we hope you enjoy, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, quick, quickly, just again, big thank you and a big shout out to T-Bone from 97.1, the fan from coming on. We do apologize for the audio inconvenience. Uh, it's hard to pick me up on the mic, hard to pick up a little Jacob on the mic as well, so you might have to turn it up when he's on. But the T-Bone audio is great, and of course, continue to listen as we give you the best advice on the betting line this week in college football. All right, let's send it over to ourselves. Welcome in to two guys, one mic, a college football podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Wilson, joined by JT Hershowski, and a special guest, our man who's come on the pod two times before, T Bone from 971 The Fan. How's it going, It's good, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to talk some college football with you. So. We know you're a busy man, and we just want to get right to it. So we're going to do some lines on week two of college football. And uh, we hope you're ready. We hope you have some good lines for us. <laughs> well, sadly, I don't know that I've got a ton of great lines for you because I'm having such a tough time getting a read on this season with yeah. everything that's going on with it. And sadly, I don't know. I mean, I know, like, I'm excited for college football, but with Ohio state season being up in the air, it is really making it tough for me to get as into it as I normally would. Not that that's the best stake to bring onto a college football podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Where are you guys on that? Um, what about you? I accepted about three weeks ago that just the hockey football wasn't at football. I've necessarily gotten that into bed and I, I didn't know any potential breaking possibilities of the that kind of person chose to have to do it. Obviously, obviously, I'll be static, I'll be surprised, but I just, I had to mentally put it in my head that uh, a hot seat football wasn't going to happen, and that's the only way I've been able to deal with it, really. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, because... I don't want to go there. I don't want to get there mentally. But the other side of that is, as we sit here, hoping that a season's going to happen, starting to see other teams play, even if they're playing not great opponents, most of them, it's still going to be so tough to watch as a fan, you know, if if they are, you know, not able to get going. So hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we'll get a vote soon and we'll see what happens. But I don't blame you for taking the – all right, it's over, and if something changes, then I'll be happy approach because 
it's probably going to keep you more mentally sane <laughs> as we go into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me and JT are uh, just crazy college football fans. As much as we love Ohio State, uh, I think we can just kind of, you know, still accept the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12, and we just love it. I can watch UAB Miami, South Alabama, Southern Miss. I can watch anything. I just love college football. There you go. That's what we want to hear. That's good. All right, T-Bone, start us out with your first line, over, under, the total, whatever you want. Um, just let us know where you're going with here, number one. Oh, uh, I was looking at that Miami UAB line. I think is it 14 and a half, I want to say. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was looking at that one, and I know that's kind of an easy one to pick, but I am just such a big fan of Derek King. Like, I think he's going to have a really good year coming out of Houston, and I, I – thought he was kind of not underrated, but I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I don't think we've seen everything we're going to get from him. And yeah. So curious to see what he does with the keys to that offense. And that's kind of where I'm starting off right now, but I'm going to say Miami wins big. I'm going to say they actually cover and go like a 17 or 20 point victory here. I like it. Shop around. I think you can get 14. Right? Oh yeah. Shop around. Shop around. I got to shop. I haven't, that's the thing though. I haven't done a lot of shopping yet this weekend because like, I'm still in denial. I'm still getting there. I'm like trying to get myself into that situation and trying to get the lines right. Because, you know, this season, as much as any, you've got to watch not just the lines themselves and not just the information that we usually look for, but what happens if Friday, one of these schools has 12 positive cases or something, you know? That's going to, sure, yeah. that's definitely going to change my prediction. It's definitely going to change the line for me. So trying to sit there and, and look at it. Yes. Like I would just say for novice college football betters, if you're new to this th college football is always weird, but you can make a lot of money in the first few weeks. That might be a little bit negated. If Friday something changes and you've like, I would wait till the absolute last possible minute to get your stuff in. Like, you don't have to bet it on Tuesday, you know what I mean? Or Wednesday, like wait as long as you can. Sometimes the lines help, you know, to get them early because you can get better prices if you think you're right. But you know, that's what makes this challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There's going to be a lot of breaking news and a lot of these test results I'm hearing are going to come back at 9, 10 a.m. on Saturday. So might have a couple hours before kick. A lot of these, breaking news coming in and it might be a QB out. It might be a whole wide receiver, whole wide receiver core out. It, it could be crazy. So, but JT, just keep us going. What do you got next year? What's the first line? Uh, this is really the top of you. Um, a lot of the pride and success we had last year was picking power five with power five. And, and that's the football I watch the most. That I, again, put a caveat in office here. I am not a big follower of the five football as much as I am power five. But there's something in the lineup that I'm feeling very good about, and it's based on principle. We talked last week about how uh, limited practice in the block teams in the first game. Very sloppy. Very low scoring. Kind of like the head of the little bit between closer games. And you've got a team recap that's already played a game this year. It's all win, all win, win. Not a win. You're not good about the job. It's already the game. game. One game, flushed out. Flushed out. Some of uh, you know, new sense and, and, and difficult to get your first game. They go to Texas, go to Texas this, week. this week. In Texas, in, in Texas their first, first game, game. It's it's floppy. Floppy. and I've got and I've 40, 43 three points for work that for me is a lot. I'm taking UTEP, UTEP plus, 43, plus 43. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. 
Wow. I also I also have you plus forty three. A lot of the same reasons you said. Already got a win under their belt. Played a week and what was a weird offseason. Not out of practice. Got that rust off them. And they've got forty points. I can't pick against them. All right, T-Bone. What's your number two lock here? I'm going to go with another pretty big line, I think, especially in this early season, and maybe it's something I should be wary of, but there are a few teams like Oklahoma and Clemson where I don't think you can make the line big enough for me, and I think the Clemson-Wake line is at 32-and-a-half right now, Um, but I just, with Clemson, I I know these are, again, somewhat chalky, but my goodness, like Clemson should be the best team in the country now that Ohio State's not playing, um, or at least isn't starting off playing. Uh, I think Clemson is just going to be uh, a force, and I don't think Wake Forest is going to have much for them. But add in the fact that Dabo Swinney has been sitting around hearing that he can't do something, and he's been wearing a spit shield like as he practices, and he's had to have his players tested. Like Dabo Swinney is not a fan of you telling him he can't do something. And so I think you are going to see a team come out that is so fired up and ready to play that they are just going to go after Wake Forest early and often. And I don't, I don't think he's going to be someone who lets up in the fourth quarter. I don't think he's going to be someone who's going to pull his guys after two quarters. Like I would be shocked. So not that I'm trying to disparage Wake Forest, but they could probably put that line at 40 and I would still say Clemson's probably going to cover it, but I think it's 32 and a half. So I'll take uh, the Tigers there on that one. You know, that was one line I was considering. I was wavering on it. T-Bone, if you're in, I'm in too, baby. Give me Clemson, minus 32 and a half. Have it down to 33. You're going to get it anywhere around there. But I'm with you. Even if it's at 40, I take it. Remember, this, this is last year, the Wake Forest team that had their best years. And they long, long and it still lost but I think it's a conference game. I think there's a different edge to Clemson this year. I think this team is fired up. I think they got last year. I think they fired up. I think they got last year. I think they got last year. I think they 10 p.m. on FS1, Coastal Carolina, FCS School playing Kansas. And the over-under on this I'm taking the under all day. This game will go to 7-12 last year. Coastal Carolina won 19 points in my book. A year later, I still know they're going to score more 57 points. So I'm taking under 57 for Kansas, Coastal Carolina. I like that. That was Yeah, that was the upset last year, right? Between those two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coastal Carolina won 
I do like that. That's the, uh, that's the school. I don't think he's still there, but had the coach that was looking for some dogs. If you remember that quote from <laughs> many years ago. And I think it's like this, it was like 2011 this week was when that quote happened. So it's been like nine years since those famous lines were uttered. So yeah, let's go coastal Carolina. Keep them under. Let's go. Um, I think I'm going to stick like with a fairly bigger game, obviously Notre Dame and Duke. It's probably the last one I've got. Um, Cause like I said, I'm unfortunately trying to get into the swing of things has been a little tough, but so that Notre Dame Duke game is a 20 point spread. I want to say here, mm-hmm. and that's intriguing. And I do think Notre Dame could cover it, but the over under is 54 and a half. And that is a low college football over under. If you believe like many people do that, you know, Notre Dame's offense is going to be pretty decent this year. Um, I'm not opposed to taking the over there. And also this is just a principle thing for me. Not that I'm against taking unders. I just hate doing it because it ruins my viewing experience. Cause I like, I'm the same way with basketball. I hate taking unders because I hate rooting against points. Like I hate watching a game and seeing someone in a basketball game go for 45 and I can't enjoy it because I took the under and they're probably killing me. So same thing in football, like especially the first weekend of college football, I want madness. I want chaos. I want like 40 points going each way. Like I'm not saying that's going to happen in this game, but 54 and a half is almost like an NFL line for a college football game. I'm always going to be looking under 55 points at, taking the overs. So I'll, I'll start with an over there uh, for that game. But what do you guys think? Tebow, Tebow, a shot, a shot my heart. Heart. You're, looking You're looking at the, at the man, man who's made, made a legacy, legacy of taking, taking unders. And you and just, just come, come out and, and just spit on, on me. On my <laughs> own podcast. I mean, I don't want to do that, but at the same time, I got to be true to myself. I mean, no, I love it. Uh, uh, told told me, life, life is too short to bet the under. Yeah. It's, it's it's a Sometimes good thing. It, look, it's a I, I do think the strategy you're employing is very logical because I think most people are built like me in that we want to root for like good things and apparently you just want to crap on everything that's good and awesome <laughs> in life. So I mean <laughs> but that's the strategy that wins, right? I mean, who goes look, who goes to the stock market and says that company's going to tank. I will bet against them. But that's what short selling is. And that's what like, you know, all these different movies have been made about these guys who have made money shorting companies over the years. That's, it's not something everyone knows how to do or is good at. But if you are and you're cynical SOB, you can make money. So betting the under is probably the right thing, but you know, I just love freedom and (laughs) happiness and puppies. So I <laughs> and besides it's 2020, I've already had plenty of under like all year has been an under for me. So I'm going to go over on that game and I'll probably get burned for it. But your yeah. strategy is probably smarter. I'm just playing with my heart here. So I what do, am I doing? I do, I do like that one. A, uh, a very, a very small, small line, line especially, especially. I think, I think Duke, Duke is the bad football, football team. I think Notre Dame is going to be very chance to pop off. I like it. Going a little different direction there. Uh, I am, I am like Florida State, minus 12 and a half. Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, Tech, Tech is still a massive rebuild. 
I'm a, I'm a big, big Michael Zorbell fan. fan of Florida State's, State's always had the talent. Just have had a breakfast coach since Simbo Fisher left. I think, I think Michael Zorbell came to fly, fly off the ground to be one. 12 and, 12 and a half is not a lot of assets for against the, the worst, team worst team in the ACC. Give me Florida State, Florida State 12, and 12 and a half. I'm not I'm taking it to the bank this time, but I'm going to See, right. I'm I'm curious about that game too, just because I know Memphis had such a good running game last year, and if Mike Norvell can get something out like that out of the Florida State tailbacks, then that's going to bode well just for them in a season. But I can see how that might make them a little tricky of a bet early on because you don't know if they're going to be able to control the clock, mm-hmm. control the clock in college football terms, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, so I wonder, like, to what degree that'll affect their lines, but. Yeah, they're, Florida State's a very intriguing team for a lot of reasons. I'll be paying attention. All right, All right got I got a few more locks. They're very similar. Put them together right, right here. I've got I've Louisiana and Lafayette plus 11 and a half against Iowa State. Iowa State is a team I like. I like Brock Purdy. I like Matt Campbell. But they're very gritty. In your, in your face, face kind of football team, team. And, and I just, I just don't, don't see this game being a game that Iowa State. Iowa State doesn't blow out many people, and I don't see them blowing out Louisiana Lafayette. Um, I just think it's going to kind of be a sloppy game early on here in week two, and I think it's going to be a running game. And Louisiana is a good team too. They went to the um, whatever it's called, the Sun Belt Championship last year against App State, lost 45-38. So I think they're a decent team. You're going to give me 11.5 points against Iowa State, who I think is going to keep it gritty, going to keep it simple and come out with like a 10-point win. I'm going to take uh, Louisiana Lafayette to cover 11.5. And then Arkansas State is 10.5 against Kansas State. I think exactly the same thing. Another team in the Big 12 that's gritty, keeps it simple, keeps the ball on the ground. Doesn't, doesn't do anything, do anything flashy. flashy. And over under 54, you're giving you 10 and a half points for Arkansas State. State. I'm going to take Arkansas State, State to cover 10 and a half, especially with what I saw last week. week. They played they pretty, pretty good against, against uh, Memphis, Memphis, I want to say. So. So. I believe they can they cover 10 and a half against Kansas State. State. And I believe Louisiana Lafayette is going to cover 11 and a half against Iowa State. Wow. Very good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, we have more. About, about, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got, T-bone? T-bone? Nothing? Nothing? no, I'm, I'm just, see, I'm just, now I'm just sitting back taking notes. Cause I want to, <laughs> let me ask you though. Do you think, uh, Lafayette can pull the upset and just, do we go straight money line on that? Are you that bold or, uh, I don't think so. I think, so. I think, I think I one of those teams team that's going to win by seven to 10 points. And it's going to be one of those games where, yeah, you look at the scoreline and say, was that a close, close game? game but, but if you watch the game, the game you realize Iowa State had control, control, control the entire time, time but just won by a touchdown. Or so. All right, fair enough. I like I like that's a measured and reasoned take. See me, I like to come in <laughs> and just bash on all of those money lines and then get burned because again. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost like you've looked at my illicit betting accounts or something. All of my illegal betting accounts. I feel like I'm depriving my, my 
I'm also, also just very, very down on the group. I think they've fallen off the wagon. I think they're just a bad football program. I don't think they're going to be prepared to get students at Duke and they're more concerned about school than they are football. Of course, there's no names on football. But just in general, I feel very good about Notre Dame. I think they got 20 is pretty comfortable. Bet just needed three touchdowns after three, so... I like, I like Notre Dame. Dame. Take, it Take, it Take it to the bank. Why not? Take it to the bank. 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 Can't vouch for that one myself just because I have had so many I've been confident in. But I will say this. I, I make this point all the time. For those of your listeners who are in Ohio, Ohio is now surrounded by a plethora of legal betting options. And have you guys partaken in the drive over the state line, place your bet on an app, and then drive home no, option? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, if you ever get to a point where you want to do the legal betting thing, you drive down to the greater Cincinnati area or, you know, whatever direction is closest for you, up to Michigan, over to Pennsylvania, all of them have it. And then you just, like, you hop on one of the betting apps that are legal, you place your legal bet, and then I make sure to spend, like, more money in their state, and then I make sure I let everyone know in the state of Ohio that I'm not spending money here because they are stupid. And until they get unstupid with this betting stuff, I go to other States and spend my money. And then I try to make that point. So if you're ever trying to like make a stand for something, that's when you can do. It's very easy. Just drive to one of these other States and place your bet online, get your legal bet. And by the way, if you win, like, imagine that you like, what have you won? Like $5,000, no questions about like, where's this check going to come from? Will the bank cash it? Like what's going to happen? No, you just, just cash the check. It's right in your account. You don't have to cash the check. Just it's all legal. It's great. I do, I do, I do appreciate the ranch and bone. We've talked about, about how every state, state that touches the state of Ohio, Ohio has to go out of bed. And yet Ohio, Ohio is dragging its feet on this issue. There obviously is a bill that passed in the Senate. Hoping, hoping that it gets to the House as well. So fingers crossed it's here soon, T-Bone. It's a frustrating situation right now, guys. We feel like feel we, have, like to we have to go through lengths length just, just to uh, put our put own, own money, money on, on, on a sports game. game. That doesn't seem that that, that obviously that helpful. I uh, I mapped it out and mapped it out. I did both, like to find the quickest route, and I've got it to where in an hour and a half from my house, I can reach legal betting safe havens. So that's what I'm telling you is if you ever are in like a rural part of Indiana and you see a fat ginger sitting in his car in a Walmart parking lot, <laughs> like sweating and copiously going over notes in his phone. That's probably me betting on these games 
and then just deciding how much of the baby's college tuition do I want to put on this? And then (laughs) I go into the Walmart or the gas station, I buy something. And then as I'm driving over the state lines, I flip a bird back to Columbus to the state of Ohio to the <laughs> to the people making these decisions. I don't know why we don't have this yet. It's so stupid that we don't have it. So, but yeah, that's that's what I do. It's like a three hour trip there and back. I get a little something to eat and fill up my gas tank in Indiana to make sure they get the tax benefit, and then I head home. Your wife, Your wife is, wondering is wondering if you have an affair. Good Lord. Yeah. She's probably like, who, why are you driving to like Warsaw, Indiana or wherever it is you're going? It's like, yeah, I don't know, honey, just, just betting, just fritting away all of our savings on these college football games. Yeah. It is. And you know what? I can listen to two guys, one mic while I'm driving. So. There you go. Shameless plug for the podcast, boys. That's how it's done. You work (laughs) it in. We're going to cut cut that out. That will be on you. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I give you permission. Thank Thank you for coming coming on. on. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime guys, I hope everybody's bets go well and I hope you all make ridiculous amounts of illegal cash. Enjoy. That, that was, was T-Bone. T-Bone. That, that was JT. Your show's This is Jacob Wilson. Thank you for listening to two guys. One more mic.